Broadcasting directly from our studios in sunny Orlando, Florida, you are listening to Faith Unregulated. We are your hosts, Javi and Jessica Madrigal, and on this podcast, we discuss the hard topics around having bold faith, building strong character, and taking fearless action. So grab a cup of coffee and join the conversation. Today is our final installment of our three-part Unshaken series, where we're talking about having unshaken action. We've been talking about unshaken faith, unshaken character, but today we're talking about taking bold action, decisive steps when life throws its worst at us. How do we muster the courage to move forward when everything around us seems to be falling apart? Let's bring up the verse uh, also that goes with this series, Psalm 27, 3. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. The war break out against me, even then I will be confident. This verse, um, really, there's a, there's just a, such a thread all the way through each one of these series um, episodes because the war is happening around her. Look at her. I mean, there's so much going on, but the light shining through is what stands out to me. And to be honest, um, how do you take action in this moment? How do you look at all this and say, I'm going to go do something. I'm going to, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to take action. I mean, her face says it, she's doing it, <laughs> but we want to talk today about how do we even do that? Um, first, just real quick, you know, listen, guys, if you're inspired by our podcast and would like to contribute to our mission spreading of spreading God's word, we invite you to visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash faith unregulated. Uh, every little bit of your support makes a difference. And you can become a part of our community right now with just a monthly contribution of as little as a dollar. Your generous support is truly valued and deeply appreciated. Thank you so much for partnering with us on this journey of faith. So how do we get uh, take action? So we, we've been talking, again, about faith and character, but that last piece mm -hmm. in that pillar, that last pillar is taking action. I, it, you know, having faith is obviously very important, mm -hmm. right, in our, our journey with God. Yeah. And in in exploring our faith and building our faith that develops that character, but we can't uh, really do those things in alignment and being alignment with God mm -hmm. without taking some sort of action. God calls us to be in action, to be in movement. Right. right? So, but the, the thing is, it's that's easy to say, right? That's really easy to say when things are going good. Yep. But how do we take that necessary action in that those tough times yep. when everything just seems to be daunting? It's just it's just piling on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, you know, I'm not talking about being a superhero or anything like that. And many times I think the world wants to, um, uh, when it, when it talks about taking action, it's talk talking about doing it by your own strength. And I look, I I'm, I'm saying this. I love superheroes. Mm -hmm. I love the analogies of superheroes. I, yep. I love just talking about it. Right. But that's not what we're talking about here. I'm talking about spiritual strength mm -hmm. and followed by 
that action piece? How do we do that? How do we move forward choosing to move forward? Because it is it is a choice, right? Right. And why do we need that? I, um, I want to talk a little bit about this, this piece because it's really speaking to me about people. Well, okay, but why do I need to do something? Isn't God just going to show up and do what he does? So we've talked a lot in the past about our relationship with God and how um, important it is, how vital it is to him, to why he even created us, to for us to be showing up uh, in our capacity that he, he really wants us to show up in, which is basically obedience and participation in our relationship with him. So it could be getting up in the morning on a day when you don't... You, you, everything's crashing down around you and you're like, I, I'm not, I don't even want to get up. And when you, but when you get up and you get dressed and you comb your hair and you brush your teeth and you take a shower and you, and you move forward, that's action in faith. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's saying, I know there's something after this moment and I am here for it. And I trust that God is here for it too. That is the attitude we're talking about having. Action facilitates the movement in that attitude. That's why action's so important. You know, it's, I'm going to channel uh, Frozen right now. <laughs> all, all I see in my head, and, and I, if you've seen the movie, then you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you haven't, you've got to go watch this movie. It's really great. This is Frozen 2. Frozen 2 is outstanding. I didn't think Frozen could get better after Frozen 1, but Frozen 2 nailed it. It was so much better. So this moment where Anna is, she's literally in a dark cave. <laughs> she's right. in a cave. Right. She's lost everyone. Okay. She's, she's, her sister's basically died in her eyes. She's heard, she's heard that her sister died. She has no idea what's going on. Um, her only companion, who is a mystical snowman, <laughs> Um, is withering away and telling her that he's got to go, but like basically he's dying. And she just is like, I'm just this little girl who has no idea what I'm supposed to be doing in this scenario. I'm not even the hero of the story. I I'm not the one. I what am I supposed to do? And so um, there's an actual song in the moment and everything. And I mean, I drew all kinds of conclusions the first time I saw this. I was like, this is it. She sings, sings a song in this moment called The Next Right Thing. I'm like, nailed it, because that's exactly what we're talking about. What is the next right thing? You know what I mean? Get with God. Get in prayer. Get on your knees and say, God, look, I don't even know what the next right thing is. I don't know what the next action is. I don't even know what I'm supposed to pray in this moment. I don't know anything, but I do know you. I do know your character. I know I can trust you. I know I have had faith in my life, and, and maybe I don't even feel like I have it right now. But what I do know is where to go. So I'm going to go to you, God, and I need you to help me get up and go do the next right thing. You need to tell me what that is, whatever. I don't know. But you know what? I'm going to get up, brush my teeth, get in the shower and move forward with you, God. And the best part about that is that I'm not blindly moving forward. We think that's blind, but it's not. You have the most, the, the top Top shelf tour guide with you, you know, That's he's right. like, I know exactly where we're going at all times with all the reasons behind it. I know exactly what we're going to accomplish. And that's all you need to know. You're in his boat. He's driving it. You just got to get in. Right. That's it. And so wherever he goes, you're going to, he's going to end up there with you. You're going to go with him. And so you don't have to know. You just have to go. Well, I love that. I love that. <laughs> the The thing is the next right thing. It, it, mm -hmm. it, it's really 
all about that. We don't need to have it all figured out. I think many times we, when, when it's heavy, Mm -hmm. right? Everything's kind of falling apart around us. Everyone's left us. It's in a dark place. (laughs) I'm in a dark cave, right? (laughs) Yeah. We don't know what the next right thing is. Why? Because many times we're thinking about trying to figure it all out or we're running to our own conclusions. You're in this dark place in your life and you're afraid to make any movement because after all, every time I do something, it doesn't work out, Mm, right? Yeah. It doesn't work out for me. Or, or if I do this, then people, what will people think of me? What, what, um, do I even have the skills or, um, the, does God even love me enough Mm -hmm. to help me through this? These are the lies that the enemy wants to, wants to consume our minds with. So we don't see the next right thing Mm -hmm. that, that, a few years ago, two, three years ago, and I think it wasn't till last year, it started, I'd say about three years ago, but it wasn't till really last year, I realized what this, what was going on. Um, and sometimes, you know, these attacks are just, they keep piling on. It's over a period of time and you don't realize that you're just carrying this heaviness yeah and so about three years ago for me this kind of started and it got so heavy i was having difficulty really taking certain actions in my life and seeing things i was i was uh uh, being pessimistic about certain things and why god why are we going through this why are we struggling why this why that yeah and i couldn't find my way out of it but when I recognize, when I started to look at my situation a little bit different in regards to these challenges yeah. and looked at them as opportunities. Now, now this is not what the world talks about. This is, I don't right. want to, the world says, nope. oh, look at your, these things, look at this as a, an opportunity. Look at this bad, you know this fixer upper here and look at it as a, as an opportunity. And that maybe have, it may have some value, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about the growth and refinement, the equipping that God gives yeah. us through our trials yeah. and tribulations. Right. I, you know, and refinement's so one, good. I like right? refinement. But yeah. when, once I started looking at it that way, I'm like, Oh, wait a second. This is, isn't God punishing me. This isn't God yep. not loving me. This isn't God abandoning me. This is the total opposite. This is God creating the man that he's designed. And, and through this, through refinement, mm-hmm. he has to, there has to be a burning away. A pruning. Of, too. A pruning. Yeah. Of, of all the junk that I put on myself or I pick up as I go around, you know, about the world in this sinful world, you pick up things and you, you pick up negativity, you pick up, um, yeah. uh, you know, bitterness and all these things that distract from the truth. And those things stick 
to us, stick to our spirit and we, our, our, our flesh, I should say. And, and we want to, uh, uh, marry ourselves to that rather than marry ourselves to the things of God. And so sometimes that's painful. Yeah. Right. Because it's attached our, it's attached to our habits. It's attached to our daily lives. It's attached to our, our day-to-day thoughts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when God brings us to this point, it could be painful, but when we look at it as an opportunity to cast it away, to finally get rid of that thought pattern, to finally get past what I really think of myself and start thinking about what God thinks of me. Ooh, that's good. Right? Yep. Yeah. And and you're talking about refinement. And refinement is so important because otherwise we are never equipping or preparing for the next thing. And look, we're, it's, we are going to move forward. Life moves forward, whether we're in agreement or not, (laughs) time goes on. And so what are we doing in the next year? What are we doing? It's not about always having a set of goals. Like that's great. Yes. But we're not, I'm not talking about that. I mean, life is coming and the next year is going to happen no matter what you do. So in a year from now, unless you want to be exactly where you are currently, whatever that looks like, you have to think about doing something to change that. And the very first thing that is, is God, what action do I need to take? What changes do I need to make? Do I need to understand what you're doing? Maybe there's been times where I'm not taking as much action, but the action I'm taking is really sitting down with God and understanding what he's doing. Just like you just said, Mm -hmm. um, the action you were taking was acknowledgement, was coming into agreement. Um, I think that uh, we should talk about practical steps of action because um, we can talk about the theoretics of you know, but what does it action. look like? But what does it look like? What are we doing day right. to day? Right. So, so I think, um, you know, practical steps is, is we talked about a little bit that a little bit of that already, but, um, first, before we get into the practical steps, before we say these, I just want to make, uh, something clear that I had to learn. It took me a long time to learn this little tiny steps are the same as huge steps. The reason why they're the same, the reason why action is action is action. Because the whole point of action, just like we said a second ago, is that you're coming into alignment with God. If you're in agreement and in alignment with his will, he's the one that exponentially multiplies everything you're doing. He only cares about the heart and you being in alignment with him so that then he can move. Right. You have to be in agreement and then he can move. So here's the deal. Even if you're getting out of bed in the morning on a tragic day. That's just as big as you're heading up a nonprofit. I mean, really, because all you're doing in that moment is you're facilitating God's will in your life. That is the biggest thing we could be doing. Yeah. Whether we feel like it's a small action or not, especially think about this. The th- I think normally the things we think are small are actually huge because we're like, I just got out of bed. Yeah. But you never would have acknowledged that getting out of bed was even was even an action that you could be taking unless on that day it was impossible to get out of bed. Does that make sense? So I never would have pointed out, oh, I took action. I got out of bed today on a day that was really easy to get out of bed or a regular day where I'm like, yeah, I got up, whatever. But on that day that I'd be pointing that out, well, I just got out of bed. But why would I even be pointing it out if it wasn't a day where I could not get out of bed? See, that was the impossible thing that day. And if I'm overcoming the impossible to align myself with the will of God, that's action. 
That's major action. That's fearless action because you don't even know what's on the other side of that. But all you know is that God's on the other side of that. And that's all I care about. Right. And so you're surrendering. That's that's your right. Your own control yes. of the situation. Absolutely. To God and allowing him to move you forward. Right. Even if it's a small step, even if it's yeah. just getting out of bed. Yeah. Look, I, I, I don't know about you, but I've been there. I've been in those moments where mm -hmm. I didn't want to get out of bed and it wasn't because I was being lazy. I didn't want to face the day. Right. I didn't want to face the consequences of the day, the uh, face of a possible, possible failure. I didn't want to face it alone. Look, I don't know what you may be going through, but you might be in this situation where you don't want to get out of bed. You're not looking forward to it. You don't want to go. You're in isolation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you're isolating yourself from people, from yeah. God, yeah. from the situation, and you just don't want to do it. Only thing we're trying to help and point out to, to highlight is that you aren't alone. Yeah, we 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 want to isolate ourselves mm -hmm. because we may feel like we're we're there is nobody out there that's going to help me. Yep. But you have the creator of the universe in your corner. And the only thing you need to do is to get up and take fearless action. You don't have to have it all figured out. Right. Sometimes it's just about getting up surrendering to God, giving it to him, mm -hmm. talking to him and moving forward by just letting him take control of that the situation. surrender. You know, and, and I want to point out too, I know a lot of times we kind of go all the way to the, to the extreme because, and we, we do want to always acknowledge people are going through really big things. So there is somebody out there that but doesn't a, want to get out of bed. Yeah. But what about the business person who's like, God's calling me to do this huge thing and make this big decision and take on this big project. And I'm, freaked out by it, man. Oh, I'm gosh. freaked out by what if it does work? And now all of a sudden, I don't even know how to run that big of a project, or I don't know how to deal with that much money, or I don't know how to, I mean, you know what I'm saying? That Those are actually real fears. Um, and, and and God's like, we're going to go do it. We're going to take on life. And we're like, I'm sure, so, you know? So that that's a really good point. Whether it's business or going to school or getting married. Getting ma having kids. Having what? kids. <laughs> what what we do yeah. is we're <clears throat> totally. like we're looking at the situation uh in through these eyes right now through your current situation we we look at things well how can i be that person how can i be that that great husband how can i be that great dad how mm -hmm. can i be that ceo of my business how how am i going to do that i can't do that Maybe you can't, but God can. But God can. And the thing yeah. is, is that if you surrender yourself to God and allow him to guide you through your goals, through your life, again, it's a journey. And if if you walk, walk along alongside him, being in alignment with him, listen to his will, he will guide you through that and he yeah. will equip you through refinement, mm -hmm. he will teach you. He will help you strengthen that faith, develop the character.
for you to be that person that he's called you to be. Yeah. If you know that God has called you to do something, but you're not in action simply because of fear, that's the enemy just trying to hold you back. Yeah. From what God has created in you. And it's disobedience on a level of, well, if you don't do it, he's going to use someone else to do it. Somebody's going to do it. Do you want it to be you or do you want it to be someone else? Because God's God's going to accomplish his will on earth and he wants to accomplish it through us. And it's like, isn't it an honor that he's chosen me and trusted me with that? You know, so that's the kind of action we want to be taking too. Um, You know, what about just um, starting something new? What about just, you know what? I, I, I just want to go out and mix things up. Maybe I start gardening because I just need yeah. to do something that's good for my mental health. And like, I can grow my own food. Maybe it's, uh, you know, some, maybe something new is budgeting your money. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe something new is getting outside your house and getting into your community or going to church. Finally, maybe taking a walk in yeah. your neighborhood, getting you know, a dog. And, and, I don't know. And getting to know your neighbors or, yeah. or, uh, you know, trying something, just try something new. Like I like, what you said by stirring things up yeah. in a healthy way, right? Yeah. In a positive way. You know, sometimes it's just finding small ways to connect with other people. Maybe ask God to show you other, other people through his eyes. That's a big one, man. I'm telling you. So taking small steps. Okay. In everything that you're doing, the next right thing, you don't need to know the whole story. I am the culprit of needing to know the plan. God, what's the plan? I need to know the steps. And he's like, no, you don't. And I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> okay, I'll do it your way. But, uh, you know, that's that's kind of how I naturally am. And, it, man, he's really worked that out of me. And then seek support and fellowship. Whatever you're doing, get surrounded by the people that are doing it too or that have done it and that can walk with you through it. That is yes. a huge, that's, massive thing. That's huge. Don't surround yourself with the the naysayers. Don't surround yourself with people that that drain you. Yeah. Okay. You need to find those individuals mm-hmm. that support you, that lift you up, and that want it want to see you move forward. Yeah. Right. One of the things that I just felt in my spirit, I got to tell you. So, so this is interesting. God really speaks to me in analogies. So. When was the last time you went out, had coffee, played golf, um, watched a football game, had dinner, got to know for about six to nine months to a year, your surgeon before you went into surgery? Mm. (laughs) I mean, did you just like hang out with the dude and like really get to know him, meet his kids, know what kinds of things he likes to eat, you know, have deep conversations with the man and then, you know, kind of just, or woman and, and just like go to church with them and really understand their heart before you trusted them to open up your chest and open heart surgery. (laughs) Right. Is that what you did? Nope. No. Why did you allow someone to do that to you? Because I needed them to save my life. Number one. Number two, the reason you did that is because they had credentials that you could look at, you could read. Other people vouched for them. Yeah. You didn't know this person. Right. You probably didn't even meet them beforehand sometimes. In an emergency <laughs> room, if you have right. emergency surgery, you probably don't even meet the people that are working on you. Yeah. But how come we put our lives, literally our very lives in the hands of people we've never met? But we can't put our lives in the hands of a God who created us, Amen. who is vouched for by millions and billions of people throughout history, who has the word 
that has been proven over and over and over and over again. To be the truth. Why aren't we giving that the credibility we give broken human beings we've never met? Mm. That's something that God just said to me. And he's like, look, we already do this. But the reason why we don't do it with God in faith and say, I know God's going to do it is because other broken human beings, okay, have given us too many opportunities to not trust God through their eyes, through yeah. their brokenness, mm. through their offense towards us. They are the ones that don't get the trust in those situations. There are no reflection of God. We have free will to go and not do what God says all day long. And there are people all over that do that. And somehow we are taking that as a reflection. If the surgeon did open heart surgery, by the way, he's had open heart surgery. That's why we're talking about it. If surgeon did open heart surgery. Okay. And then you went and met other people who have had open heart surgery by the same surgeon. And they went out and did, didn't do any of the stuff that they said to do after the surgery. Okay. Let's say that you're like, okay, but, did, but how'd your surgery go? And they were like, well, this happened after, and this happened after, and I didn't heal up, and then this didn't work, and blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. and But keep in mind, you never ask them why. So now your view of the surgeon is what? That he's a, a, a terrible surgeon. That you can't trust him. Right. But you didn't say, well, why didn't that work? Did you do everything you were supposed to do, the surgeon said, if, right. for follow-up? Oh, well, no, I didn't do this. No, I didn't do that. Okay, well, <laughs> then it, it's your fault because you got everything you needed. You got all the instructions on how to recover and how to heal. You got all the, the explicit instructions, exactly step by step, what you needed to do. And it was going to be work. I get it. But the surgeon did the, the, the big, you know, miraculous thing that you don't know how to do. But it was up to you to walk in faith and action after that to recover, to heal, and to be in obedience to those instructions in order to get the best possible result from the surgery. Right. And that is a true scenario. Yep. There are so many individuals that, that when they have some, whether it's open heart surgery or, or whatever else, they blame, they, they blame the surgeon, they blame medicine, they blame all these other things, uh, rather than looking at the actions they are taking for their own health. Mm -hmm. Right. Maybe the habits that they're continuing, maybe it's the lifestyle they're continuing. Right. And they're like, well, well, that didn't work. That medication doesn't work. And those things, but that, that type of stuff. But we're talking about our health. There are many times in our life that we try to shift blame on other people mm -hmm. rather than, again, what we talked about. Uh, in our last episode in regards to character, yeah, we have to be honest with ourselves. So one of the things, one of the last steps that we didn't have in here, you have to be honest with yourself. 100%. What's the true situation? Mm -hmm. What is it that maybe not, look, I'm not talking about being condemning here. I'm talking about being honest with yourself. And honest with God. What, who, mm -hmm. wh who are you in this moment? What is it that you might be doing that God is trying to help you to correct? Right. God is shining a light, ripping off the Band-Aid, okay, for you to, to look at this area of your life and address it. It might be a big thing. 
It might be a thing that's not in your control and you really can't get out of bed, but what is the thing that you're not doing? You're not trusting him to heal you and restore your heart based on all the things that I just said, based on the fact that we're not giving him the, the credit that we just give other like random broken human beings that have credentials. He yeah. has all the credentials. Right. So we, that's, that's what we can rather than listening to God. Right. We go to other people that just like you said, that are broken, just as broken as we are. That may, well, I resolve that situation by doing this. You know, or, I, I got out of this, yeah. you know, after my relationship fell apart, you know what you need? You need to get back on that horse. You need to go out and you need to do this. All you need to, you know, go out and yeah, meet people, but meet people in, in these sketchy environments, you know, and just live your life, right? Be happy. That's how I did it, but they don't tell you how that turned out how that all turned out or how <laughs> right. their their life is everything is in shambles yeah right they don't tell you the other side of the story and they're busy telling you their reflection of god not the true reflection of god right it's their perception so everybody's perception of god isn't necessarily the truth of who god really is the true perception and reflection of god is his word that's where you should go. So just wanted to point that out. The Holy Spirit was really leading me to bring that up because that's something we're doing. We are interacting with lots of other parts of our lives in a way that God's asking us to interact with him, but somehow we're not connecting the dots there. Right? Right. right. So I just, I, I think that, that that was powerful for me. I'm just like, wow, you're right. What am I doing giving my whole life to people I've never met and trusting them with every breath in my lungs? But, you know, and I have moments of doubt with God. Really? <laughs> God's proven himself more than any other human being in my life. What am I doing? So I, I just think that that, you know, that's something that I just want to leave you guys with be in action and, yeah, as, and absolutely just take the next right. Step. Right. Right. So we're going to wrap up here, but as we wrap up this series, being unshaken, that unshaken faith, that unshaken character, that unshaken action, mm -hmm. you have to commit to taking action. Taking action with your faith. Taking action with, with those, the things in your character that you know that you, you need to address, mm -hmm. okay? You have to commit to taking some sort of action, even if they're small steps, yeah. right? Absolutely. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, close in prayer. I just feel like we need to do that today. And uh, so just join me in prayer, Lord. Uh, we just come before you. We just give our lives to you, God. Help us to know the next right step moving forward. Lord Jesus, as we've been um, preparing our hearts for, for this discussion by talking about having bold faith and, um, you know, the character that you would like us to have and, and understanding your character, now is the time for us to step out in hope and just moving forward with our lives with the next right thing. God, Help us to understand what that is. Help us to see your will and to be obedient and that we are in alignment with your will being done in our lives, God. And help us to have the courage to step out in faith, Lord, and take fearless action with you in our, and hand in hand with you, God, right alongside of us. 
and to look for the things that you're delivering daily in gratitude. God, we just lift this up to you. We praise your name and give you all the glory for what is to come. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Remember, keep moving forward. Embrace the growth that comes with every step along the way. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe to Faith Unregulated wherever you listen to your favorite podcast so you don't miss a single episode where we discuss having bold faith, building strong character, and taking fearless action. Also, be sure to check out our community at patreon.com backslash faithunregulated where you can join the conversation and access premium content. Again, that is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash Faith Unregulated. We are your hosts, Javi and Jessica Madrigal, and see you next time. God bless.